Join us now for Health for Life, brought to you by Hamilton Healthcare System. And welcome to Health for Life. Today we're talking with Dr. Hector Duran of Hamilton Vascular Center. They have two locations, one in the Medical Arts Building on Burleson Road in Dalton, the other inside Hamilton Physician Group, Murray Campus, on G.I. Maddox Parkway in Chatsworth. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Duran. Glad to be here, Bobby. Dr. Duran's a board-certified vascular surgeon. He is bilingual, speaking both English and Spanish. Today we're going to talk about varicose veins. Dr. Duran, what exactly are varicose veins? Well, Bobby, varicose veins are swollen or dilated veins uh, that appear as soft or bluish lumps underneath the skin. They most often occur in the lower extremities or the legs, and they can cause people to be self-conscious about their looks as well as cause pain and other medical problems. Now, it's not just cosmetic, I understand. No, it's not. Most people you know, that's that's their primary reason for coming in. However, varicose veins can also cause an achy or heaviness in the lower extremities. They can have poor circulation problems, which can lead to dry, itchy skin. There's oftentimes a discoloration of the skin. When, depending on how many varicose veins people have, they can lead to something called phlebitis, which is a um, when there's superficial clots in the veins. And that phlebitis oftentimes, or not oftentimes, but sometimes can lead to even uh, more serious problems such as deep vein thrombosis, which is obviously a risk for pulmonary embolus. Now say that again, deep vein. Deep vein thrombosis. Now what is that? So deep vein thrombosis is a when you have clots. So the, the body has two vein systems. There's a superficial vein system and there's a deep vein system. So most of the problems that people relate to varicose veins is of the superficial venous system. The deep vein system which are veins that are much larger and they're deeper in the muscle, those are the ones that people or that medical doctors refer to as the, the dangerous ones because when people have clots in their deep veins, those are the ones that can break off, go through your heart, into your lung, and cause what's called a pulmonary embolus. Oh, I understand. Now, those deep veins, is it just that? Are they deep in your legs? They're de- actually deeper in your legs. So, so can you see them? No, you cannot. So the superficial veins that you see that come out on the skin, those are all part of this superficial vein system. And that's primarily what people refer to as venous insufficiency or varicose veins. Those are the ones that become pressurized because of faulty valves within those veins, and that causes those veins to bulge out. Now, those veins, when they bulge out, the bigger they get, the blood flow tends to flow slower in those veins, and those veins can also clot. Now, the difference between the superficial veins clotting and the deep veins clotting is that the superficial veins do not pose a risk of pulmonary embolus. So in other words, that clot breaking off and going up to your lungs. The superficial veins, what they cause is something called phlebitis. Phlebitis is when the skin turns red, Mm -hmm. uh, inflamed, it gets warm, it hurts. Uh, and that is a superficial inflammatory reaction to a vein that has thrombosed in the superficial tissues of the skin. And the reason for that is because the vein has been dilated and the blood flow flows slower through that dilated vein. Now, do you see that a lot? We do. We actually do. So we see both. We see the superficial thrombosis or phlebitis, and then we also see the deep vein thrombosis. Now, the importance of coming in and and getting that checked out with us is that if you don't know the difference between, you know, whether you have superficial phlebitis or whether you have deep vein thrombosis, the difference could be life or death. Because if you have a deep vein thrombosis that goes untreated, then those are the ones that can break off, go to the lung, and they cause something called sudden death. 
that's because they're they're not able to oxygenate enough blood because they're these clots are sitting in their lungs the superficial veins they do not cause any of those problems with the lungs however they do cause redness swelling and a lot of pain in the leg gotcha i understand so it, it is not just cosmetic this is could be a life-threatening situation oh absolutely Absolutely. So varicose and, veins are nothing, uh, they're nothing to play around with. That's very serious. Yeah. So, and it depends on the, the degree of varicose veins that you have. So there are varying degrees as well. So people will have some varicose veins that, that just look like little blue lines on the legs. And then they range all the way from that to those big lumpy ones that you have to ultimately you can end up with ulcerations of your leg from these varicose veins. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk some more about the risk factors associated with varicose veins. We'll be right back. Do you snore? Are you always tired? You could be suffering from obstructive sleep apnea. Hamilton Regional Sleep Center provides real solutions for sleep apnea, insomnia, narcolepsy, and restless leg syndrome. Overnight sleep testing is conducted by highly trained technologists in a warm and friendly environment. Call Hamilton Regional Sleep Center, 706-278-4757. That's 706-278-4757. Welcome back to Health for Life. Today we're talking with Dr. Duran from Hamilton Vascular Center. You know, many people think that varicose veins are a cosmetic issue, but you're saying that they can actually be dangerous. There's two vein systems in your leg, that superficial vein system and then the deep vein system. Superficial veins, okay. those are the superficial ones are the ones you see on the skin. The deep veins, you, you can't really see. They're deep within your muscle. And so every time you are walking, you're, you're actively pumping that blood up back up towards your heart. So, you know, let's back up for a minute, Bobby. Arteries take the oxygenated blood. So blood comes out of your heart and it is oxygenated because it passed through your lungs. That oxygenated blood goes to your tissues and then your tissues get all the nutrients out of that blood and then it becomes deoxygenated blood or, or without oxygen. And then that blood is what comes back through the veins. So gotcha. all of the veins are what carries all of that deoxygenated blood back up towards the uh, heart to go through the lungs and become oxygenated again so that then it can fulfill the cycle. Now, let me let me just say one thing. As a child, I had heard that the blue veins were veins that were actually carrying blue blood. Is that <laughs> well, true? Well, to a certain degree, it is, yes. The, so the, bl- your the blood, deoxygenated blood, is... blood okay. is darker, so it, it is more of a bluish color, whereas the oxygenated blood, when, when the uh, red blood cells are full of oxygen, they are more red. And, and so the red, the arterial blood is mm-hmm. more red, and the venous blood is more dark, yes. Which is headed back to the heart. Correct. And then goes to the lungs. And, and then it becomes oxygen. oxygenated again, and then it goes right back out through the arteries. The tissues take up the oxygen, turn it blue. And then it comes right back to the heart to get oxygenated again. I understand. Uh, Now, varicose veins, is that only found in the legs? So principally, yes. And and one of the main reasons for that, it is one of the farthest places from the heart. So if you think about it, once that oxygenated blood becomes deoxygenated in the tissues, well, that blood needs to get reoxygenated again. So it needs to make its way all the way back up to the heart. Well, from your toes all the way back up to your heart is about as far from your heart as you're going to get. And, and gravity will tend to 
you know, try to keep that blood down in your lower legs. That's why oftentimes in people who have varicose veins, the longer they're up on their feet, the more they're standing or sitting, you tend to see swelling in your lower legs. And, and the reason for that swelling is gravity is, is literally keeping the blood down in the lower legs because their veins aren't working properly. The, the function of a vein is think of it as a tube with a one-way valve in it. And so every time your heart beats, the blood pumps through, it opens up one of these one-way valves, and then the one-way valve is supposed to shut. And when that one-way valve shuts, then it doesn't allow the blood to be taken down further from gravity. The veins are the ones that have the valves in them. Arteries do not have valves in them. Okay. And so veins have valves, and the reason for those valves is to progressively take that blood from your feet against gravity all the way back up to and into your heart so that it can be oxygenated again. And that's why the one-way valve keeps it from falling back. Correct. And Correct. if you have a one-way valve that is leaking, then that's why you'll have swelling in the legs? That's why you get swelling in the legs, and that's why you get what we refer to as venous insufficiency. So venous insufficiency is another term that I don't think we've talked about yet. However, we talked about that there are varying degrees of varicose veins. So you have varicose veins that are just barely a blue line on your leg to the ones that are, um, you know, larger to even ones that stick out from your skin and and are more bulging, Mm -hmm. um, all the way to, like we spoke about before, the ulcerations. So those are all varying degrees of this same condition, which what we now know is that they are all related and we call that venous insufficiency. Well, how how common is varicose veins? So varicose veins is, is actually quite common. It occurs in approximately a third to a half of Americans. <laughs> a third to a half? Correct. Both men and women? Both men and women. It tends to have more of a, a higher prevalence or, or more frequent in women than Why in do you men. think that is? Um, well, so there's a couple of different factors for that. Women, uh, obviously, are the ones having babies. And so when you put a baby on top of the main vein in the body, which is called the vena cava, that actually creates more pressure on the venous system. Mm-hmm. So the venous system is a very low-pressured system. The arterial system is a high-pressured system. When you get your blood pressure taken, what they're measuring is your arterial pressure because that is what is much higher than your venous pressure. Venous pressure is supposed to be very low because the walls of the veins are much thinner than the arteries. And so what happens is that the baby sitting on top of the vena cava, which is the main vein in your in your abdomen, that causes more pressure on the venous system. And so that pressure will oftentimes damage those valves. Very good answer. Are varicose veins more common in some people than in others? I mean, is this like hereditary? Yeah, so there, there is a, a major hereditary component to this. Hereditary does not, it's not 100% of it. However, if you have varicose veins in your family, you are very high likelihood that you will have varicose veins. Your children will have varicose veins. Your grandchildren will have varicose veins. Is that right? So it, it definitely passes on from generation to generation. However, there are other factors that that play into it. What about occupational factors? Correct. So occupational people who are up on their feet for long periods of time, either sitting or standing. Oftentimes people come in to see me, they talk about concrete floors that, you know, that, that they think they have varicose veins because they've been standing on a concrete floor at their work. It's really not the surface that they're standing on. It's the fact that they are standing. And so standing as opposed to walking 
it seems to be more of a problem because when you're walking, we talked about that deep vein system that's in deep within the muscles are actively pumping that blood out of your legs. So the veins have a lot easier time returning that blood when you're in motion, when you're standing or sitting. And, and oftentimes people don't think that sitting is as bad as standing. It's not as bad because you're not as high. So the, in other words, the blood doesn't have to get all the way up as uh, to your heart like when you're standing. However, the blood is still going up. And so sitting or standing for long periods of time does contribute to this problem. And so you can be born with var- you can be born with a history of varicose veins and if you take care of yourself, them not turn out to be a big problem for you. However, you can also if you, you know, have a job where you're standing for extended periods of time not moving around, if you don't recognize that you have this problem and are put in compression stockings earlier on, then it can become a problem for you. Compression stockings, how important is that? So compression stockings is the main treatment for varicose veins. We, we have a, a variety of treatments for varicose veins depending on, you know, the severity of the disease. However, the one treatment that does not vary no matter what the severity of the disease is, and that is compression stockings. Now, they're called graduated compression stockings. It is a specially designed sock. They come in different sizes, colors. They are not what I oftentimes refer to as your grandma's stockings. So people oftentimes, if they've ever heard of or had a family member with varicose veins, they remember these very thick, um, hot yes. Uh, yes. socks. I do because my grandmother wore those. <laughs> right. And, and I know exactly what you're talking about or what you're referring to, but you say it's not that way. Not that way anymore. They have models wearing these things now. Are you kidding me? No. So they, they actually come in ultra sheer now for the ladies. Uh, they come in all different kinds of colors. They all come in all different kinds of sizes. So in other words, you can get knee high, you can get thigh high, you can get pantyhose style. They have maternity stockings. They have men's dress socks. They have white athletic socks. And so a graduated compression stocking, what it is, is essentially it's a stocking that squeezes on your legs and in different degrees of compression. So there's the the light stockings, which are generally 15 to 20 millimeters of mercury. This is measured in millimeters of mercury, and that is how much it squeezes on your leg. So the light compression stockings generally tend to be 15 to 20 millimeters of mercury. The medium stockings, which is generally what I tend to uh, prescribe, and that those are 20 to 30 millimeters of mercury. And then for people who have more advanced disease, we oftentimes can go even to 30 to 40 or 40 to 50 millimeters of mercury. Obviously, the higher the number, the more it squeezes on your leg, and it does take some time to get used to wearing those stockings. Now, the purpose of those stockings, I said they're graduated compression stockings. So in other words, they tend to squeeze more in the feet, a little bit less in the ankle, a little bit less in the calf. And so in other words, it is helping that venous blood return up towards your heart. And so by squeezing more on your foot, less on your calf, it's facilitating that blood from getting back up to your heart. You wear these stockings from the time you get up in the morning to the time you go to bed at night. I tell people this is for life. Okay, this is not, you know, oftentimes the majority of people, this is a hereditary problem. There's a treatment, but there is no cure. And the treatment, the primary treatment consists of these compression stockings. And the sooner you get used to wearing them, then the better you're going to be. If you stop this disease early on and don't allow it to develop these larger veins that deform your leg, then you're better off. 
once you've got these larger veins that have deformed your leg, then we're talking about different treatment forms than just simply wearing stockings. I understand. Uh, so those stockings are very important and something that if you have varicose veins, more than likely you'll be in those stockings Absolutely. for life. Absolutely. Uh, let's, uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about ways that you can prevent varicose veins on Health for Life. Join us on a journey to better health. Health for Life. Simply put, that is why Hamilton Medical Center is here. From primary care and specialty care practices near you, an accredited chest pain center, a certified joint replacement program, a new children's institute, cancer institute, endoscopy center, and more. Hamilton is here for you and your family. Learn more at HamiltonHealth.com. Hamilton Healthcare System, health for life. Welcome back to Health for Life. Today we're talking with Dr. Duran from Hamilton Vascular Center. Dr. Duran, tell me some of the ways that we can prevent, I know you talked about the stockings, some of the ways that we can prevent getting varicose veins. So one of the main things is probably to, to stay active, keep up and, and moving around. What you don't want to do is you don't want to stand for long periods of time. In one place. In one place. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we talked about that as you walk around, your muscles will actively pump that blood out of your leg. And that's out of the superficial system or the deep vein system. And, and so movement is obviously a good thing. Oftentimes, some of the symptoms that, that these people will experience is that their symptoms are primarily at night. And one of the reasons for that is that as the throughout the day, as they're standing and, and, and not moving, this venous blood is having a hard time getting back up towards the heart. And so what happens is it's under a tremendous amount of pressure. That pressure causes serum, which is the liquid part of your blood, it causes serum to leak out of the veins because it's under a, a lot of pressure. And we talked about earlier that the arteries are thicker than the veins. And so the veins are a very thin-walled system. And so with this high pressure, it causes serum to leak out of the veins and it accumulates in your lower legs. One of the telltale signs of people who have venous insufficiency is that they tell you that they wake up in the morning, their legs are very small and they feel great. By the end of the day, their legs, their ankles have swollen and their feet have swollen. And at night is when they have pain. And, and so immediately when someone comes to me and they tell me during the day I'm fine and then at night is when I have pain, that oftentimes is a telltale sign that what the, what's happening is that throughout the day, that serum that was under so much pressure has seeped out of the veins, their legs have swollen, that swelling causes inflammation of the nerves that run right alongside the veins. And so what happens is that the swelling tends to be worse at the end of the day or at night. They crawl into bed, and oftentimes that's when they're going to experience most of their symptoms, which can be restlessness, pain, itchiness, stabbing pain. Oftentimes you hear patients will have to jump out of bed and walk around to feel better. And if you think about it, that's exactly what we were just talking about, that when you walk, your muscles are actively pumping that blood out of your legs and back up towards your heart. What so, about cramping, like, like cramping, your calves? Absolutely. They, they get cramping. They get, do they get in knots? They can. Okay. They, they can get. I, I sometimes suffer from that. It'll get in just a really knot. It'll yep. wake me up. Yeah, it's like a charley horse. Yeah, absolutely. Like a charley horse. And, and, and what that is, is that's inflammation that has occurred because of the swelling. That has occurred because the veins were under so much pressure throughout the day. Fluid's just been seeping out of their out of the veins and into your leg. And gravity, you know, will keep 
the fluid down in your lower legs. And that's why one of the easiest ways to tell if you have venous insufficiency or if you think you have venous insufficiency is measure your ankles in the morning when you first get out of bed and measure them again when you go to bed. And if you see a significant difference between the morning measurement and the evening measurement, that's swelling. And oftentimes people don't discern that there is that much swelling. However, when you put a tape measure up to it, you'll see it. I understand. And then um, if you're able to get past that, you feel much better if you move around and do the things that you need to do. Absolutely. So getting up and moving is one of the, the primary treatments for this. Now, the stockings, we had already talked about them. The way that the stockings work is that the stockings collapse the superficial vein system. And so this is another important thing to to get out there because I hear this oftentimes is, is people say that they don't tolerate the stockings. They say that the stockings make their legs swell more. When you have a compression stocking on, what happens is you are collapsing the superficial vein system. And so in other words, that tube where the blood traveled through, which was not working properly in the first place, what you've done with this tight stocking is you've collapsed it. You've made it fall in on itself. So what happens to the blood that was in that vein? The blood that was in that vein goes back towards your heart through the deep vein system. The two vein systems communicate at different levels throughout your leg. So in the superficial vein system and the deep vein system, they both communicate. If you collapse the superficial vein system with a stocking, what happens is that all of that blood goes back to your heart just like it normally would. However, it goes up through the deep vein system. The deep vein system we talked about is deep within your muscles. Every time you walk, your muscles are actively pumping that blood out of your legs. And so that's the purpose of the stocking. The stockings are to prevent that swelling from occurring in the first place. So in other words, if you wait, you know, oftentimes there's another, you know, misunderstanding that people have is they wear their stockings at night. Wearing your stockings at night doesn't do anything for you. If you think about it, what we talked about in, in the very beginning, we talked about the difference between your feet and your heart when you're standing. And so in other words, that the blood needs to get from your feet all the way back up to your heart when you're standing. If you think about that, gravity is working against it the entire way. However, when you're laying down flat at night, your heart and your feet are at the same level. Mm. And so water only runs downhill. It doesn't run uphill. And so people don't need to wear these at night. They can give themselves a break from wearing them at night. They need to wear them from the time they get up in the morning till the time to go to bed at night. And then another important, you know, point on those stockings is that I would rather have you wear them as much as you can as opposed to not wearing them at all. Uh And so we talked about you got to wear these things for life. The more you wear them, the more you'll get used to them the better off you'll be. Well, now you're talking about them collapsing the veins. Why does it not collapse those deep veins? Because those deep veins are surrounded by muscle. And so that muscle protects the integrity of that vein and doesn't allow it to collapse. Which is very important. Correct. Because you got to get that blood out of there. Correct. Absolutely. You know, these are great tips, but what if What if all the things we've talked about still does not work? So that's really when you need to come in and see us, Bobby. There's a wide range of treatment for varicose veins depending on the severity of the varicose veins. We talked about that this is a lifelong problem. So obviously, the younger you are, you may not be experiencing, you know, some of the complications of varicose veins, but then the older you get, you may experience complications. So let's just go through the gamut of, of treatments for varicose veins. Some of these may apply 
to you and some of these may not apply to you. It just depends on, you know, the severity of your varicose veins. Mm -hmm. So we talked about that, you know, some people just have some discoloration of their skin. They see these little blue lines and so they're not bulging or anything like that. And for those, which is a very early sign of varicose veins, those can be treated with something called sclerotherapy. So sclerotherapy it's done in our office, and essentially what we do is we will inject into that vein with a very, very tiny needle. It doesn't hurt. We will inject a, a salt solution. That salt solution will evacuate that vein. So in other words, it pushes all that blue blood out of the vein and clears it up, and it also causes damage to the inside lining of that vein. And so what happens is that that vein will collapse and it will no longer be. I got you. And okay. so we can actually make them disappear. It's probably one of the coolest things that that, that you can see because yes. we literally will inject sure. a substance into your leg and you can see. And the patient can watch it go away. Oh, absolutely. Wow. The patient watches all these veins just clear up and they go away. Now, having said that, will they come back? And they will come back, maybe not in that particular spot. They will come back in other places if you're not wearing your stockings. And so that but that's gets, a good incentive. Correct. And so there's a lot of things that we do to treat veins. Every single one of them includes stocking. <laughs> I understand. That's great. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back on Health for Life. Be a hero. Stop a stroke. If you think someone you're with is having a stroke, ask him to smile. Does his face droop? Have him raise both arms. Does one arm drift down? Can he repeat a simple phrase without slurring? If you see even one of these symptoms, call 911 right away. Because when it's a stroke, every second counts. Hamilton Medical Center has a nationally ranked, highly trained rapid stroke team ready to care for you. Hamilton Medical Center. Health for life. Is it time for a heart-to-heart? Ask your primary care physician if you should have a heart-to-heart with one of Hamilton Physician Group's board-certified cardiologists. If you have high cholesterol, high blood pressure, or diabetes, this can be especially important. Hamilton Physician Group Cardiology, located at 1436 Broderick Drive in Dalton. Call 706-226-3434 or visit hamiltonhealth.com slash cardiology. That's 706-226-3434. Welcome back to Health for Life. Dr. Duran, let's talk about some of the treatments that you have available if everything else doesn't work. Perfect. We already talked about the sclerotherapy. Now, if you have more advanced veins, so let's talk about those veins that are bulging out, mm-hmm. or reflux. So Reflux. Reflux. We've heard reflux. Yes. So reflux is similar to reflux in the stomach, where in the stomach, acid goes backwards and goes back up into your esophagus. So think of reflux in the vein as the complete opposite. So in other words, veins are supposed to be bringing your blood back up towards your heart. When the large valve that connects the two vein systems, these superficial veins, system in the deep vein system, there's one large valve called the saphenofemoral junction. When that saphenofemoral junction valve is not working properly, then you get something called reflux. And in the veins, what that means is that blood is actually traveling backwards. So in other words, instead of blood going back up towards your heart, it actually is going down your leg and it increases the amount of pressure that is being exerted on the veins in your lower leg. In those cases, unfortunately, the only thing to do is 
to get rid of that vein. So what they, we have several procedures that we do that will eliminate that vein. And we are able to actually get rid of that vein by putting in a small little catheter just above the knee that either has a radio frequency catheter or a laser. And what that does is it will damage the inside lining of the vein, similar to when we put in the saline in those very, very small veins. Mm-hmm. These are much larger veins. And we either with radio frequency, which is basically ultrasound, or with a laser, we're able to damage the inside lining of that vein and get it to clot off. You say, well, doctor, don't I need that vein? No, you don't. That vein is obviously not working properly because otherwise you wouldn't have reflux. And so we talked about that there are several different places in your leg where the two vein systems, the superficial vein system and the deep vein system, come together. So with taking out that piece of that vein, your body figures out a way to get that venous blood back up towards your heart without any problems. And what you're doing is you're eliminating the reflux, which is increasing the amount of pressure on that vein. Now, over time, when you have that amount of pressure, you will also develop those blue lumpy veins in your lower leg. So the the vein that we just talked about is one specific vein that we take out. You don't really see that vein. What you see on your leg is the consequence of that vein, which is a lot of other veins that develop and bulge out because of the high pressure. Mm -hmm. Well, when we take out that one vein... Those veins, some of them will disappear, but you still are left with some because they've they've been left for so long that they've gotten so big. And so in those cases, what we do is something called staphylobectomy. That is where we make a very tiny incision just over that vein, and essentially we pluck it out. And, and so we are able to get rid of the main vein that's causing the problem. We're able to get rid of the veins that developed that are not normal, they're not supposed to be there in your leg, and we're able to pluck those out at the same time. We're able to inject the very, very small ones with the saline, hypertonic saline solution, and then by wearing the stockings, that's going to prevent all of this from reoccurring again. You know, those are some great options. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Duran. You're welcome. For more information or an appointment at Hamilton Vascular Center in Dalton, call 706-259-3336. For an appointment at their Chatsworth office, phone 706-686-8090. You can also visit hamiltonhealth.com vascular to learn more. Thank you for listening to Health for Life, a presentation of Hamilton Healthcare System. 